Hi there, this is Gerald Salenti, and it's Trends This Week on Progressive Radio Network. Great being here. Thank you for having me. So, where do we start with the trends? Hey, how about the economy? Economy, that's right. Just sent out our trends journal yesterday. It's a weekly now. It went from a quarterly to a monthly to a weekly. You saw it happen to gold, right? Whew. It was down some 33 bucks over the last few days, last week. But it bounced back, coming back. It's almost back to $1,500 an ounce, went down to the 1470s mark. And you know my forecast, the bottom of gold, as I see it, $1,390 an ounce. I do not give financial advice. I'm a trend forecaster, so I'm not selling you to buy, or sell, or hold. And I believe it's going to spike toward the $2,000 mark. Now that it's steadily broke over that $1,450 mark I've been talking about now for five years. So that's where we are with that. And why is it going up? Well, one of the reasons it's going up is because the markets are going down. That's right. Dow's down as we speak, about 430 points. The second day in a row. Happy October. You know what October is. And besides Halloween. The crash of 1987. October. The great stock market crash back in the 1930s, October. October is an important month for a number of reasons. You look at what was going on in the markets during August and all the turmoil that we had in so many different ways, geopolitical, economics. Remember that all that stuff going on that began in a with the Persian Gulf. You have all these issues going on. But people are in a vacation state of mind in August. They're not hanging around. The news. They want to get out of it. They want to go away. They were in a vacation state of mind. So people really aren't tuned in during the summer to the current events forming future trends. And again, this is why October is so important. And then September rolls around. All right, well, you know, over there in Europe, in more sophisticated places, they take all August off. Yeah, they love to vacation. V-A-C-A-T-I-O-N. When I was a kid, every summer they'd have a 
uh, a summer song when school ended. School is out at last, and I'm so glad I passed. That was my song. I barely got out of school. They got me out because they wanted me out. I got left back in the fifth grade. Ooh, hated school. School systems stinks. It's terrible. Brainwashing 101. Well, kindergarten and on. Going back to the markets in October. So you're in that vacation state of mind during the summer. September comes along. School time, going back to school. Yeah, things are getting back in order now. And back to work, seriously, the big companies. Now Christmas time is coming up. And you know the most important thing about Christmas. Nothing to do with Jesus Christ. Well, forget about that. And by the way, I'm a warrior for the Prince of Peace. I won't die for war, but I'll fight for peace. So the most important thing these days about Christmas is Black Friday. How many people are going to go shopping on the day before Thanksgiving? And what retail sales will be. So now in September, the stores have everything that they need. The real numbers for the end of the year already came in. And now we're into October. They know what it's going to look like. And when you look back at last year's retail numbers, they weren't so good. That's right. And they still don't look so good. So now we are back here with the Dow down 450 points, down over 300 yesterday. And what can we blame it on now? Hey, how about that China trade war? Well, we won't talk about that today. That's out of the news. We'll make up something else. And again, when you talk about the China trade war, you know, the markets are up, you know, 18% this year. So if there was a trade war, they wouldn't have been up this much. But they're only up a little over, they were, now they're not anymore. They, they were up only about, um, they're still below actually. The high it hit back a year ago, one year ago, September. 2018, when I was on, when I came back and I put out a trend alert, economic 9-11, the markets were rallying. The S&P 500 hit an all-time high. I put it out two days before that high. And the market started to crash. And why did they crash? Simply because the Federal Reserve is going to raise interest rates. We just had in September the beginning of the meltdown where the markets only almost went into correction territory, down nearly 20%. Had the worst December 2018 since the Great Depression. And that it all changed on January 4th, 2019, when the Federal Reserve Chair, Jerome Powell, announced they're going to be patient in raising interest rates. Patient? How about BS? How about they started lowering them? That juiced the markets back up. 
So now they're running out of that monetary methadone. They don't have a lot to juice it up with anymore. They're calling for fiscal stimulus across Europe. It's all in your Trends Journal. Mario Draghi is going out, the ECB head. New one coming in. And a new woman coming in is warning about a global slowdown. And if they have enough tools to stop it from happening. That's why gold prices are going up. People are looking for a safe haven asset. Where do you put your money? You're not going to buy those bonds, are you? Oh, yeah, them government bonds. 20% of them around the world that are paying negative yields. Negative yield, that means you buy that bond, and when you cash it in, you get less than what you paid for it. Isn't that a great deal? It's all a scam. The governments are buying up these bonds. People aren't buying them. $17 trillion worth of negative yield bonds bought already this year. So that's what we're looking at as we're looking at the global economy. So you also have that problem going on with the New York Fed. They can't feed enough cheap money into the repo markets. The overnight markets where the banksters and gamblers need more money to borrow from the Fed. Last week they had a crisis. They were so short on dough that interest rates spiked from about 2.2% to 10% in the overnight repo market because of the shortage of cash. And now they dumped already over $200 billion and they're going to keep doing it until the middle of this month. The greatest depression is on the near horizon. How is it going to affect you? What are you going to do about it? How are you going to prepare for it? What are you going to do in your life? What changes are you going to make? I can tell you one to consider. Independence. I had a friend of mine say, They didn't care if their son or daughter was caning chairs as long as he and she were doing it on their own and not relying on anybody else for an income. And I thought about that. I said, you know, you're right. You got it. You nailed it. You got to be independent. And then I started thinking about independence. And it's a top trend. And it's going to be for 2020 trend vision. Independence. Independence to think for yourself, to be your own person, to create your own future. How dare these little low life, 
men and women, from kindergarten, through high school, through college, through the local government, to the state government, to the federal government, all these people telling us what to think and how to think. Think for yourself in the Trends Journal. That's what it's about. Think for yourself. We put down the facts. We provide the forecast and analysis. You make your own decision. But I can tell you this. This market, as I see it and you know it, I've been saying this, that the markets have peaked for a long time. Again, the Dow dropped more than 300 points yesterday, and the S&P 500 slid over 1%. They had a manufacturing report that came out. It was the worst in 10 years. Again, manufacturing in the United States, not a lot of it anymore, only about 10 to 12 percent, but it's still an important gauge because it tells you what the future is heading. And as I mentioned earlier, by October, the big retailers in the business world know where it's headed come Christmas time. So these losses were enough to wipe out the S&P 500 gains for the entire third quarter. Now on Friday, the job numbers come out. So as a trend forecast, what I'm suggesting to you, if you're interested <clears throat> to seeing what's going to happen, stay tuned on Friday, come out around 8.30 in the morning, Eastern time, to see what the job numbers are going to be. Very important. Because if the job numbers are weak, not only is that signaling a slowdown for the economy, the Federal Reserve is going to dump more of that monetary methadone into the system to boost it again. They can't get enough of it. They're drug addicts. They're drug addicts. Their drug is money. That's why you go to Wall Street. What else are you there for? You're only there for money. Honey, you can care about anything or anybody else. And when they lowered interest rates, that's all they cared about. And you don't believe me, you could listen to Jerome Powell, our Fed chair, when he lowered interest, began to say we're going to be patient about lowering interest rates in January 4th, 2019. He pointed to the markets going down. So again, the, the numbers are coming out. 
The private payroll growth slowed down in September, according to ADP. They're not always accurate, but they are to some extent. So the payrolls only increased by 135,000, and that's a drop down from 157,000 in August. And in August, they had a downward revision of nearly 40,000 jobs. And the jobs that are being created, you can't earn a living with them. Can't make enough money with the jobs that they have. Median household income is below 1999 levels. But that 1%, they got plenty of dough. So that's what we're looking at on the economic front. And then, of course, we go to what's going on in the USSA, the greatest freak show on earth. Now starring Donald Melaiah Trump and Joe, the low life Biden. I get a kick out of these people that hate Trump so much. And when you look at Biden's track record, what was your favorite war? The Afghan war, the Libyan war, the Syrian war, the Yemen war, that old sleepy Joe got us into, supported. He's a murderer. He's a creepy, freaky murderer. By their deeds, you shall know them. And he's been sucking off the public tit his whole life. And any others he could touch. Sleepy Joe, the nice old guy who wouldn't hurt a fly. A man who put more African-Americans in jail than Obama. A man with a track record of voting for, pushing for, and investigating and instigating war his entire political career. A mass murderer by any other name. He'll kill anybody, anywhere, at any time. Don't mess with him. Others did. And they're dead. Hussein, Gaddafi, just to name two. An official warmongering murderer with an unblemished record of war. So now that's going on, of course. And I'll get into that deeper about the Ukrainian issue. <coughs> and what this means with the impeachment goes back to the markets. <clears throat> Excuse me. You go back to when Bill Clinton was impeached. The equity markets tanked over 19%. 
Think about the pressure on the markets if this impeachment thing really starts pushing through with Trump. Back in 1998, when Clinton was impeached, it was the beginning, or right in the height of, the dot-com boom. The markets were on fire. So when they went down, and even during the impeachment process, boop, they popped back up. Not this time. When they go down, they're going down. Because back then, again, there was a lot of optimism in the dot-com boom. There's no optimism in economic fake recovery. There is no boom, like the real estate boom that happened back in 2003, 2004, when it all started to begin. There was no boom this time. So when the crash happened in 2008, it was a result of the bottom falling out, people buying homes they couldn't afford, subprime mortgages, on and on. This time when it crashes, it's going to crash from the top down because the 1% got all the dose. This is going to be a big collapse. This is going to be an economic 9-11 collapse. It's going to collapse from the top down. It's like that building came crashing down. That's what you're going to see. Very important to prepare for this. And again, step one, get in the best shape you can physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Fight's on, game's over. <clears throat> you can't get in a... Can't win the fight if you're in bad shape. So you have to start yourself. So now going back to the Biden-Trump impeachment. This thing goes on. It'll bring down the markets. The markets won't come up because they're, they're only up artificially because of the monetary methadone pumped into the system. That's why this is so dangerous. The other reason they're doing this, of course, the Democrats, they call them the Dumocrats, excuse me, the Dumocrats and Repulsivekins. They're dumb, repulsive, murderers, pieces of garbage, crap, scum to me. Think for yourself, <clears throat> maybe Chucky Schumer's your boy, or Nancy Pelosi, or Diane not so Feinstein, a little Lindsey Graham. How about out of his mind McConnell? What's so important about this impeachment is that it's a democratic scam to overthrow Trump. This is Russiagate 2.0. We heard that for three years, not one shred of evidence. And it's the same thing with this. What's the big crime here? He asked the president of 
Ukraine to look into the why Hunter Biden made $3 million by being appointed to Burisma Energy, the largest independent energy company in Ukraine, while they're going through turmoil with the new leader of the joint over there and uh, who is ahead of Burisma. And Devon Archer, John Kerry's son-in-law's partner. That's right, John Kerry, the time Secretary of State, his son-in-law was Christopher uh, Hines. I think it's Christopher Hines, the Hines 57. It's an inside deal. It's what George Carlin used to say. It's one big club and you're not in it. And that's the whole thing with Trump. He's not in the club. That's why he had to buy Mar-a-Lago. They wouldn't allow him in the club down there. Couldn't get in the white shoe boy club. He's not a Harvard, Princeton, Yale guy. Wants to be, but it's not. But now he's ahead of the show and they want him to go. And again, I am not, ladies and gentlemen, supporting Trump. I think he's a clump. And I like to see him dumped, but I don't want anybody else in there. None of them appeal to me. Except Tulsi Gabbard. She's the only real anti-war person. And she came out against the impeachment, by the way. And then she backtracks. I was sad to see her do that. Because this impeachment is a waste of time, waste of money, waste of energy. And the people that stay tuned to it in the mainstream media will stay stupid. And that's why you tune into Progressive Radio Network to get alternative sources to the mainstream propaganda that's being sold on a daily basis by the prostitutes who get paid to put out by their Washington whoremasters and corporate pimps. Not a truth about anything, anywhere, about anyhow. Lies on top of lies. Again, they sold us this Russiagate garbage for three years. What did it accomplish? Not one thing. Except dividing we the people even more. So if I were to say now that the reason the Democrats are doing this, or democrats, is to bring not only Trump down, but also going to hurt Biden. And they know that he can't win. He's out of his mind. People aren't going to rush out to go vote for him. So they're going to look to get rid of Biden because when the dirt comes out on the Ukraine deal that Hunter Biden got $50,000 a month for, up until recently, the total is about $3 million. It's going to show the fraudulent nature of who he is, what he does, and how he rigs the system for the white shoe boys. So, 
when you're looking at what's going on, bring it back to the economy. Because this economy is in a slowdown. The only way Trump will get elected, in my belief, is if the economy is strong. Going back to the Clinton years, when he first ran for president in 1992, the campaign slogan at campaign headquarters was, it's the economy, stupid. And that's all it is today. It's the economy. The economy goes down, Trump goes down. He went out yesterday again, after the numbers came out with manufacturing, went after the Federal Reserve, told them how stupid they were, how they're destroying the system, and now they have to lower interest rates more. I don't think it's going to work this time. I mentioned earlier that Mario Draghi is going out of his ECB chair, or president, I should say. The central banksters. You know what he's asking for? More fiscal stimulus. More cheap dough. There's not enough fake money to prop this up. The system's going to crash. But they'll come up with a scheme to prop it up one more time. But for how long? We'll tell you how long. We're going to be back in a little bit. So we're going to take a break now. Stay tuned. And remember, if you have any questions, 888-874-4888. Or if you have any answers, 888-874-4888. We'll be right back. The Progressive Radio Network is a thinking person's network for our world's progressive visionaries and stakeholders and great thinkers to assemble on a commercial-free and listener-supported network. Our provocative hosts speak freely and passionately on intriguing and urgent topics such as health and news and politics and women's issues and philosophy and more that directly impact our lives. Progressive Radio Network takes chances. Our voices and ideas are not always welcomed by corporate media. So Progressive Radio Network is a very important outlet for these great thinkers. gadget guy, but I love gadgets that really do the trick, like the new app. The Progressive Radio Network has an app thanks to our friends at Audio Now. Hey, this is Mark Farrell, host of Insight on Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time where we broadcast live out of New York City, but if you can't catch the show live, no frets. It's always archived. It's always on the app. Download it now. Listen now. Listen later whenever you want. The Progressive Radio Network app is available from our friends at Audio Now. Check it out. Progressive Radio Network presents the award-winning personal computer show, the original personal computer radio show of all things computing. 
I'm Hank Key, and my colleague is Joe King. The show can be heard each Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on PRN.FM on the Internet. We cover all things computing, and our viewpoint is always, what's in the best interest of the consumer community? Your best choice for voices outside the mainstream. PRN, the Progressive Radio Network. Breaking news. Breaking news. Dow drops 450 points as stocks fall for a second day to start the fourth quarter. Things are going down. It's October. Could it go back up? Of course it can. Of course it will. Nothing goes straight down or straight up. And they got that thing called the Plunge Protection Team. Dun, da, da, da. Plunge protection team. The banksters pumping the markets up with our money so that the 1% can make more dough. So when it goes too low, they pump it back up. They have the national team in China. Maybe they should have a uh, championship to see uh, who could uh, shaft us more. Oh, we got John from California. Hello there, John. Hello. My concern is the homeless. I live in Orange County, California, which is about 30 miles below Los Angeles towards the Mexican border. And uh, I was born in Santa Ana, which is in Orange County. And back in the 40s, there was only about nine, they called them hobos, you wanted to be, you know, like derogatory, you call them tramps, but they, were, they lived under the bridges. And in high school, we used to go down there and they'd buy beer for us, and it used to be fun. But now the homeless has gotten to be about 5,000. They're in uh, Orange County, Los Angeles, is close to 60,000. I don't want to hog this conversation, so I think maybe I'll just hit to the point, hit the point here. Uh, do you think it's possible to go from like nine hundred nine people in the forty home five thousand for sixty thousand Los Angeles? If this economy gets any worse, where are they going to be sleeping on the freeways? You nailed it, and you know we're coming I mean, out. By the way, we think we've come out with a partial solution for this. You know, we it's the same problem everywhere, but different, and of course it's. You know, it's, it's the warm climate, so more people there. I'm up in the northeast up here. But, you know, we have, we have a lot of, uh, you know, people on the streets as well. So, so here's what I suggest, is that we take the money and cut from this 
trillion dollar defense budget when you put in so-called intelligence into it. And we take the homeless and we put them on in places where they could have some place to sleep, some place to live, and some place to work and do things. For example, like a farm. Put them in the country. You know, I'm up here in upstate New York. They used to call the area where I'm at the Borscht Belt, you know, during the, uh, the heyday of, you know, the, the great comedians and all the, 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 a lot of the great musicians, up to the Catskill Mountains. And that died in the 70s. Late, say, it was gone. Late 70s was gone. And there's all these old, broken down, once beautiful hotels, all this land. There's a load of land up here. And I was thinking to myself, rather than having these people sleeping out on the benches over here and wandering the streets, we build facilities to put them in, and now you give them things to do. They could learn, they could cook for themselves, we'll provide the food. You put the numbers together, let's say out of a country of 320 million, and we had to take care of 20 million people. It's chump change. Oh, what, what, what was the argument they're talking about with Trump and, and that he wouldn't give that, the Ukrainian guy, the, the president, $400 million of our money for the military industrial complex? Unless you look into what Hunter Biden, blah, 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 blah. 400, and that's the chump change. Three billion going to Israel? It's not a third world country. All this money going to the, all over the world, to other countries. So that's, to me, John, part of the solution. Because when this greatest depression hits, when this thing comes down, you're not only going to see a flood of homeless people on the streets and on, the, and, and, and on lawns and everywhere else, you're going to see a human wave of people leaving South America, Africa, places in the Middle East, looking for safe havens, jobs, get away from violence and poverty. So that's my thought. What do you think? Well, I was going to like, my caregiver gets $12 an hour, and if she wasn't married... $12 an hour would just rent a room out here in Orange County because the rooms now are like 800 to 1500 a month. And when I was renting a place back in the 60s, I got an apartment when I was going to Santa Ana College for $60 a month, and now the same place would be 1500 And $12 an hour would not even rent you up. The little apartment I had over a garage. And oh, well, let me forget that part. Let me go back to something. Didn't they have a thing called, if I got the initials right, everything's initials. Nobody talks in words anymore. Everything is, I'm going to, P.S., I love you. I'm going to have to go take a B.M., a bowel movement. All everything's initials. Then they have a thing called uh, the WPA. Didn't it stand for, like, they, they gave people jobs at minimum wage, so at least gave them money. They could buy beer and cigarettes. They wouldn't have to stand around and beg for money. Well, again, you know, one of my... The uh, the um, Occupy Peace movement. 
I had the Troops Progress Administration. We bring the troops home and put them to work rebuilding our rotted infrastructure. So I know about the WPA. WPA, it used to be, used to have jazz songs about it. But yeah, that's another good idea. But but then there are, the, you know, the Section 8 people and the people that won't, you know, that, that can't take care of themselves. So to me, it's why don't we put them in places where there's beauty around them? I mean, who wouldn't want to be in the Catskill Mountains in this gorgeous area rather than, you know, dumping them on the streets? So anyway, that's the way I say it. So thank you very much, John. We got Joe from Tennessee. Yes, hello. This is Joe Mendy from Tennessee. I've got a question and then I've got a statement. You just mentioned that $17 trillion in negative bond yields were sold recently. So my question is, what are the reasons and the, or the attractions by the entities, be they individuals, corporations, government, uh, to buy them? I don't understand that. I can't figure that one out. If I give you $10 for X period of time and you give me less back, why would I give you $10? Please answer that for me if you can. I can't answer it. It doesn't make any sense at all. It's a sham. The government's buying them up. That's who's buying most of them. And they, they're doing it to keep interest rates low to keep the Ponzi scheme going. Do you know if you live in Denmark, you could get a mortgage at negative rates? They're doing anything they can to pump this up. And what's your comment then? You want to make a comment as well? Oh, yes, yes. Bill Clinton was never impeached. The charges were filed against him, but he wasn't impeached. Yeah, yeah. The impeachment okay. process. Thank you. Right. But, um, well, I think he was impeached. He wasn't convicted, was he? Well, Didn't that's they, what No? Okay. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not positive, yeah. So you mean but, you're telling me that the only reason that we have negative bond yields is just to satisfy large corporations and uh, government entities, but I still don't understand. Somebody's losing something along the way somewhere. No, they're doing it to keep... The, the, the debt load is gigantic. It's over $250 trillion global debt load. They need to keep this thing going, and the only way they can keep it going is by pumping more cheap money into it. It's as simple as that. And you're looking at... Look at all the mergers and acquisitions still going on. I mean, I read this stuff every day, 6.2 billion, 22.5 billion. The debt levels are enormous, enormous. They have to keep interest rates low <clears throat> to pay for this, this, this scam that's gone on. And by the way, Japan's had negative bond yields now for a number of years. And the facts are the Japanese governments are the one that's buying it up. Well, I'm flummoxed by it all. Of course you are. Everybody is. You're not alone. It doesn't make sense to anybody. They didn't teach you this stuff in Economics 101 at graduate school. Who, who ever heard of negative yields and negative interest rates? Who ever heard of quantitative easing? And going back to, I was mentioning before about Draghi, he's now pushing for more fiscal stimulus, which means going deeper into debt. Government's going deeper into debt to waste more of our money to create jobs that they don't know how to create. So that's why uh, I'm holding off with the Greatest Depression until about 2021. <clears throat> it'll, it'll, and it doesn't happen all at once. 
you have a recession, a meltdown, then a, 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 a you know, then it goes into the greatest depression. It doesn't happen in one shot. And so you can see the shots coming. I'm not the one. I mean, everybody now, I was talking about recession. How long ago on this show? And now it's mainstream. Everybody's talking about recession coming. So thank you very much, Joe from Tennessee. And who do we got? E from Edgewater. How you doing, E? Hello, Gerald. Nice to hear from you again here. Thank you for taking the call. Oh, my pleasure. What's up? Yeah, well, thanks to technology, they're going to have, they have ways now to shorten our lives. The 90% of the people that don't have much money and extend their lives, the rich people that can afford mechanical arms and legs to replace the ones that are getting old and decrepit. Now they can put new arms and legs, mechanical hearts, and as long as you got billions of dollars, you can get all that stuff. And their sons and daughters that are going to high school, they get uh, growth hormones and steroids, and they go to college. Now they're talking about paying the college athletes money, and they'll be all the athletes, the sons and daughters of the rich. And we'll be nowheresville. They're shortening, shortening our lifespan and increasing theirs because in the near future, there'll only be enough food and water to feed a, a billion people. So what happens to the other six billion? That's my question. Well, it's already there. You look at the data that is coming out, how the, um, the wealthy are living longer already under the conditions that exist, and the middle class down is, is dying faster. So that's already happening. And it'll keep going like that. Yeah, uh, remember back in the 80s, you had the $6 million man, Lee Majors, that TV series. Now it's coming true. Yeah. And they'll, all be, they'll all be having bionic bodies, and we'll be with our regular ones getting old. And that's why they want Donald Trump as the president, because he's not really a politician. He's a businessman. So they can blame everything on him, keep us busy, with him day in and day out of what stupid things he says and does, and it's a show. And we're busy worrying about Trump while they're building spaceships to go to Mars and all kinds of body parts to replace their bad ones and, and, and putting genocide in the Middle East and all, all, of, all of other countries. What kind of future do we face, Gerald? It's very scary. It's like a science fiction movie coming true. Well, it is a science fiction movie. And it's, again, it's, it's a science fiction movie, and it's also the greatest freak show on Earth. You know, that's what we call it. And, um, and as I said, what they're doing is, uh, it, as we noted in our September 24th Trends Journal, and again, it's a weekly now, and anyone wanting to subscribe, you can go to trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com. It's only $129 a year. And it's a weekly. went from a quarterly to a monthly to a weekly. And, and if you can't afford the full price, we give discounts. You know. So we, we noted in our September 24th Trends Journal that the Democratic Party impeachment crusade that will go on from now to election day 2020 
will distract attention from critical socioeconomic and geopolitical current events forming future trends. So as you point out, the people that are, are addicted to this stuff and keep watching it, they're going to be missing the important things, the important elements that are going to help them prepare for what's ahead. And they're not seeing anything. They're just caught up in this garbage. So thanks a lot, E. Uh, always good hearing from you. And I agree with much of what you have to say. You know, it, it's, this is a country that's, that has been taken over by the white shoe boy gang. And it's only going to get worse. You know, in this Trends Journal, just to give you an idea, when I said people are, they're hooked on, on this dumb stuff coming out about this impeachment, we have economic update. And we're talking about where the recession is going and how it's going into a Great Depression, et cetera. And then we have a geopolitical roundup. So it's the week's critical global events shaping the future. So we have his Ukraine, Hong Kong crisis, Egypt, Arab Spring 2.0, Kashmir lockdown, what's next? UX recruits Iran bashers, a drone of my own, a Germany divided, Trump at the United Nations, we're number one. And then we have health matters. All the lonely people, e-cigarettes, overtax your brain cells. 10-minute gold standard test might find every kind of cancer. And we have high tech. We have two ways to slash solar costs and job trends. Clean tech. So that's what we're doing. And we're trying our best to help people prepare for what's coming ahead. We have Anita from Wyoming. Hello, Anita. How are you? I'm good. I like you singing. You're, you're, you're a class act. I mean, you really could be on just any of those TV shows, you know, as getting paid big bucks because... Uh, I mean, at least you're telling the truth, <laughs> you know, and you have a way of presenting it in a, a very um, theatrical uh, manner. And it's, it's, it's and, you know, we're facing doom and, and you kind of singing it is trying to get us to, you know, just, you know, try to believe it, guys. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, just uh, in, a, in a kind way. You know, you're trying. Okay, so um, I'm sorry. The issue about 5G. Now, with this impeachment uh, process going on, uh, which they forecast could, you know, go well into next year, like this could, this is really taking uh, our senators away from even and congressmen from even dealing with with the fact that they should be having the open hearings, as Gary Null has had us, you know, asked us to all to call in. Uh, to our senators and congressmen. So, I mean, like, this is, I mean, <laughs> yeah, this is another uh, bad thing in the equation, right? Another vari- bad variable. And, like, the, um, and, and and it looks more and more like, you know, that, that uh, the, the Richies want us to be, make us like the Chinese have, uh, government have made their people, you know, to be on these smart-ass phones, these smart-ass, 
you know, uh, equipment that they'll have, you know, the, the toasters in the house, just everything besides the, tel- the TVs already. And uh, totally, you know, wired up to the up to their will, <laughs> the, the, the will of the, uh, you know, the rich and, and domineering class. And, and um, so this will take. Uh, don't you think that it looks even bad? Yeah, with this 5G. And, and and do you believe, you know, that this whole 5G thing will? I mean, besides, if if we will really zap our. Um, ourselves unto death, you know, and, and dying like dogs, dying really bad deaths. And, and, and um, you know what, the ritual retreat to these uh, underground cities that Gary Null has alleged uh, on his various shows and uh, that uh, the rich have already built these uh, underground cities, like they'll retreat to them in the event of either, you know, the, the economic breakdown and or nuclear war. And, and, <laughs> You know, we're we're finutos. You know, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. We've been writing about that too, as well. The people, they're very rich, but everybody's going to get hit by this. Rich, poor. I mean, the five G and radio frequency radiation is real stuff, and no one's going to escape it. They're all addicted. By the way, I don't carry a cell phone. I have yeah. an old one. I got one. Of my, I keep it in my car, and I. It's probably haven't haven't. Uh, you know plugged it in in a long time it's probably dead i haven't recharged it Mm. so i don't carry one because i just started doing work for the cellular telecommunications industry back in the 90s in the early 90s mid 90s i should say and um and i know how deadly they you know they they were then and they are now so i've been following the research since back then yeah and and so then, but but the, nobody's going to escape this. The rich, no nobody is. They're, they're, everybody's going to be zapped. So, but going back to the to the other issue, you know, we don't have a representative form of government. The whole thing is a joke. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the senators, congressmen could care less. They only care about who gives them money. And morons and imbeciles call it campaign contributions, and adults call it bribes and payoffs. Mm-hmm. That's all they are. They're whores. They get paid well, to put out. Be- we 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 gotta you know no offense to interrupt that because I see the time that you'll be hanging up soon. That, that we gotta keep pushing then. I mean we gotta. Oh keep yeah. Our oh look, more. I do. You know, right? and, and we all do. Of course, it does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority, keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men and women. Samuel mm-hmm. Adams. So of course I agree with you, Anita. We can do it. And now this may be the opportunity this year, but we need, we need another way. We cannot do it by being, going through the Bloods and the Crips, the Dumbo-Craps and the Repulsive yeah, Kids. Yeah, yeah. But once, see, once they will have, the tech companies, that is, will have rolled out this stuff, which, which they predict that they'll have it within as early as six months from now, countrywide. And that'll be too late because then they can, as the... I know, look, it's no different than them dumping all the poisons in the water that they've done. Yeah, in the Rust Belt cities, they're all rusted out and rotted out like the flints. It's no different than the poisons that they're pumping into our food and getting away with it. It's no different than all the chemicals they pump yeah, into the yeah. air. 
So like, this is just another dead, one of them. We'll even be dead soon. We could be all be dead. I know. By, that's know. what I say. People are worried about climate change. You're going to be dead before the climate change. Yeah, five G. Listen, I got to get off change. now. We're going to we're, we're running out of time. Thank you very much, Anita, and thank you everybody else for tuning in to Progressive Radio Network. And as Anita said, you know we have to fight this because if we don't, we're going to go down. So keep supporting Progressive Radio Network. Occupy Peace. Put your money where your heart is. www.occupypeace.com and the Trends Journal for history before it happens. This is Gerald Salenti. See you next week. Sit down, you wish I'll eat the bar, eat the venison, but buckle out of the